Welcome, welcome, welcome. I want to jump right in and first say peace to you. May you be well in this moment. As you are listening, I am excited about what I have to offer to you in this episode of Empowered People Each Day. I first want to shout out a couple of people because in preparation for this particular episode, I uh, posted to my Instagram account and asked some folks about, uh, I got asked some folks to make a guess around uh, some of the subject matter that I'm going to share this evening. And I want to shout out um, Rachel Zaslow for uh, submitting a response, for submitting a guess. And I also want to shout out Shoshana Chittle, who emailed um, from uh, my mailing list and had a question about rituals and how I incorporate ritual into everyday life. And I I wanted to shout out Shoshana, especially here, because I'm going to address that, uh, at least in part, in this episode. And I also am going to um, address Rachel's guess about what happened uh, the surprise, uh, the surprise impacts the unexpected result after having five straight days, five consecutive days of professional massage. Um, you don't want to miss this episode because I really think it's going to throw you and hopefully it will help you as well and empower you with something you can implement into your day, perhaps today, that uh, may support you in feeling even more empowered as you make your journey. Stay tuned. You're listening to Empowered People Each Day, the podcast, where we talk about what you can do moment by moment, breath by breath, and decision by decision, especially when life gets tough, to relate better to yourself and to others in your life each day. I'm your host, Yolanda Coles-Jones, aka The Calm and Thrive Coach. Peace, power, and love. Before I go any further, I want to make sure that you know, especially if you have been listening to these episodes since they uh, have been coming forward into the world uh, from day one of Empowered People Each Day, the podcast, I want you to know that it is possible for you to get the tools that help you bring more power into your life each day, live more mindfully. Uh, and more empowered each day uh, through masterclasses. Uh, my masterclasses, the ones where I teach you how to nurture yourself well, how to have difficult conversations, and how to ground and center yourself. You can find everything that I'm offering by visiting my bit.ly link. Uh, so that is www.bit.ly forward slash empowered people. Check that out while you're listening to this episode. And at long last, here we are to the reason we have all come here. (laughs) Thank you again for listening. Uh, This is a bonus episode. I wanted to share the results of five straight days of uh, professional massage. So my experience with booking five straight days of massage how did it go? How did that come about? What was the unexpected result that I am teasing everyone about, uh, guessing to try to figure out what that was? I'm going to reveal that. So I want you to keep listening. I invite you to keep listening so you can 
sense into what is possible and just how crazy this whole thing is, right? Like, it's wild for me, I, or at least I found it to be so. So here's the thing. I have, just like you, I imagine, been navigating through the very special time that has been uh, the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, pandemics related to uh, other pandemics related to economic crisis, um, safety, um, all manner of like just all the things that that I that folks in America especially have been working through and working with over the course of the last two years since the onset of COVID-19. And my journey in particular has had, had left me in a space of just feeling very heavy weighted, like not just heavy in a like sort of a an energetic sense, but literally like I had to cut my waist beads off, y'all. Like those of you who are listening, <laughs> who know what waist beads are, uh, last year I had to, I released my waist beads from my body, which I had been wearing for like, I don't know, like three years prior. Um, so not only had I, had I been holding and carrying this energetic heaviness from doing the work of surviving and trying to uh, also thrive in the midst of this pandemic with everything that has happened in my personal life in the course of the last two years, um, there was this heaviness that, that this circumstance had invited to my body. Had, you know, things were clinging. I was holding, I, was, I had been in my head because there was so much work to do around navigating a business that had been forced to close um, by the state of Virginia and then negotiating and navigating, well, how do we come back and what does that look like? And we don't know anything about this thing that, you know, is shutting everything down. What are we supposed to do? There was there was just so much going on. Uh, I mentioned in earlier episodes that we had a uh, a younger human with us who was who you know was suddenly uh, a part of our family and navigating that in the midst of the crisis. We moved residences. All of this happened within like a span of weeks, <laughs> months, um, very short months, right? Like it was like three months time. Everything changed, and then navigating through all of that. Um, navigating through that, then, you know, the year that came after that year, like that was just in the first year. Then the second year, our business closed. Um, one of our businesses closed and that invited like all these other things. So anyway, I had just, I had just become this weighted down sort of blob. I don't want to say blob because that feels wrong, but that, that it feels like not quite it, but that's the closest thing that I can get to in this moment that feels like it's in some way helps you to sense into what I have been feeling in my body um, and in my energy field. There's just a lot of heaviness, both energetically and I've also mentioned weight wise, right? Putting on weight, going to my dresser, trying to put my jeans on. You may be feeling this too if this is, you know, if I'm in your wheelhouse right back and let me know. Um, you know, you go and try to put your jeans on in the last couple of years here in this pandemic and you realize, oh, these aren't my jeans anymore. <laughs> these jeans ain't my jeans, girl. Whose jeans are these? Um, and so, you know, a lot of change, a lot of holding, a lot of, of accumulation of, of things and a lot of being in my head, therefore not being in my body. 
And so what became very clear to me at some point was that I absolutely had reached a point of pivoting, right? So it became clear that, okay, for the time that was, this is what my body became. And because I have spent so much time learning how to love my body, learning how to be with what is, there was a softening towards it, towards you know the accumulation of weight and the heaviness and sort of this understanding that our bodies adapt based on the circumstances that we are in in order to keep us alive, in order to keep us well and safe. And, you know, that being par for the course, Um, this goes into my Ayurveda studies, which I'll talk some about in this episode as well. But I found myself in what Ayurveda describes as this kapha stage, which when it is in its imbalance, um, brings with it sort of this, this kind of heaviness that isn't the kind that's like a warm blanket around you. It's more like um, you have like a soggy heaviness, (laughs) right? Like a immobility it becomes. Um, and so I was, I found myself sort of moving over into that space. I had aching in my body and it felt like there was just this congestion that was hanging out around my back in between my shoulders. And I mentioned this in an earlier episode, I think it may have been the first or second episode I talked about locating something being, you know, kind of, if it being by surprise, um, having this this heaviness sort of fall, this feeling of heaviness, being aware of this heaviness, sensing into it and locating it in between my shoulder blades. And so what I did was uh, used time that I had invested in and paid for months ago, had these um, these massage sessions that were about to expire. So I just condensed them all into five straight days because I just wanted to go deep. <laughs> that's just that's just kind of how I roll sometimes. Like I don't mind an intensive. Um, and I was just curious. I had been reading about, well, what might happen? Like I kind of felt this intuitive bent as well towards like, what would happen if I just got massages like several days straight? Also understanding how when we go and we get a massage, we feel really great in the moment, but there's so much that is happening on the muscular level on like these little micro muscles are trained to be in a particular position and so we can massage ourselves but if we don't um do the work of repatterning the muscle the muscular sort of um programming then we go right back to what it was before we got the massage and so i wondered i was curious i had this sort of low-key soft hypothesis towards the question of you know, what might happen if I just go for five straight days? What what will I get out of that? So, you know, I began asking questions and researching and trying to find like, who has done this? Is this a thing that people do like that? Like trying to find where it is. And so I, you know, had the consultation, the conversation with the massage therapist that I commissioned for this. And um, it's Andrea Cello, who is here in Charlottesville over at Dre Chow. Um, studios, uh, massage therapy. If you are in Charlottesville, look her up. And um, so what I did was I, I settled, I, I consulted with Drea and I asked her about her willingness firstly and her recommendation around it. And she was like, absolutely, let's do it. Um, and just a note, just just by the way, if you are going to try this with a massage therapist, you know, we both, both Andrea and I, 
came to the conclusion at around both day four that um, it might have been better to break it up for her sake. <laughs> and so just to be clear, I wanted to make a note, like I don't want y'all to bombard Andrea and be like, oh girl, I want the five day straight. So there are, I have a handful of massage therapists in my area that I absolutely love. And so if I do this again, I have made the note that I will kind of break it up with three days at one and two days at the other, sort of invite them to team together so that neither of their bodies um, are exhausted because we want to care well for the people who care for us, right? And so I checked in. I was like, do you want to like, we can pause. We don't have to keep going. And Andrew was like, no, we're in it to win it. Let's go. <laughs> so she had committed by that point. So shout out to Drea. I appreciate you, sis, for working with me through this. Um, but we customized a plan to suit what my body was calling for at the time. So I hand-selected uh, Andrea because... There was a level of trust, a level of comfort. Uh, it's very important to feel a sense of safety with the people that you're letting touch your body, that you're letting be in your energy field. And so when I am with Andrea, when I'm in her space, I feel a sense of safety, a sense of awareness, a sense of kindredness, um, not even to mention like the vibes, like the music we're listening to in there, like is like there are times I've gone in there and we were listening to like Afro beats or we're listening to jazz or we're listening to world music. And, you know, it's just very um, maybe the chat before or the chat after the energy in the space, the way that she conducts the service is very reverent. And so I, I deeply appreciate Andrea. So I appreciate her for taking um, this challenge with me. So so the first day we, we focused on this, the primary point of congestion, which was, as I mentioned, in the, in the, in my back, um, between my shoulder blades. And, um, Andrea in educating me in the way that she does uh, helps me to understand that there's this muscle there called the rhomboid muscle, which uh, in the massage therapy world is known as the people pleaser muscle, which I found to be super interesting and intriguing, right? Because it was like, what? My body said, what about me? Because that ain't how, like, <laughs> that's not how I roll, right? But because, you know, it's my practice to come with curiosity towards the things that are coming up in my path and like, well, what is this? So, so I just, you know, I sat with that. Wow. The people, the people pleaser muscle and what, what, what could that mean for me? Does it mean anything? What's that about? Um, and so, you know, I began to bring curiosity into that, that area. Um, the second day, Andrea focused on my extremities. So like my hands, my feet, my toes, um, my ankles, and, you know, really just digging in really well, my head up uh, to the crown area, the base of the neck, the face, really focusing on those little teeny muscles that often get overlooked. And I always say to her every time she does this, and especially when she's in my wrist and arm areas, and she's touching on places that I don't even know. I didn't even know I had muscle right there. <laughs> I wasn't aware, but it's tender and that those muscles are doing work. So, you know, there's this very real mind-body connection for me um, that comes through when I'm in a massage therapy session. Even if it's a one-off sort of thing, I'm always curious about what my body is offering me what it is what does it have to say what is it holding um and this you know is because i've spent so much time researching and coming to understand that it's all connected it's all connected it's all connected um i don't want to get too far ahead of myself day three we focused on deep stretching and decompressing um so like 
deeply bending at the waist, the hips, the pelvic area, the the knees, the arms, the the neck. Oh my gosh, like Andrea is such a she does an awesome job of like it's not the kind of massage where it's all about relaxation. It's definitely uh an active interactive experience when you're talking about an Andrea Cello. Um, and so I really appreciated that day of really deeply stretching and decompressing, working out the kinks, taking time to do it. It's kind of like if you know about yin yoga, which is the complement to yang yoga uh, or active flow yoga, it's very, um, you hold positions for like 30 seconds, sometimes up to three minutes. And the goal being to deepen, 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 deepen into the stretch so that you can decompress the muscle. Um, that's the point of it. And often when we, de- we do this decompressing work, we are also releasing and, and you know letting go of things that are holding, patterns that are holding in the body. So day three is what we focused on. We focused on that. Day four, we focused again on the primary point of congestion. And day five, we focused on lymphatic draining, which, you know, is this very brisk movement, especially, you know, beginning at the the outermost extremities working the way in. It felt a lot like dry brushing, which is a practice that I have. Um, again, shouting out to Shoshana, this is a mention for you, to, for you here, like dry brushing, taking a brush, a dry brush on a dry body, and that movement towards the lymph nodes and the circular motion at certain points of the body, helping to smooth out the skin, helping to invigorate the body, helping to uh, move things through the lymphatic system. So that's what we did across those five days. And I complemented this experience each day with a very gentle food cleanse and some reflective writing. So I didn't go deep in the food cleanse, which is, you know, how I've been, you know, I've, I'm known to do that. I just added more salads into my day, um, more ginger tea into the morning. I didn't, I made sure that I kept the morning nice and light. So, you know, there was, you know, hot, warm ginger tea. Um, There was berries. I ate berries in the morning, strawberries and blueberries and drank a lot of water throughout the day and had, you know, I tried to make sure that there was salad, lots of green, leafy greens and hummus and cucumbers and you know all that good stuff just added that into what was already happening and also writing doing a lot of writing reflective writing what is coming up as i'm moving all of this stuff in and through my body what's coming up so i get i get to day five y'all and i feel amazing like i feel amazing i'm so glad i did this I feel so wonderful. I'm talking to Andrea like, oh my gosh, I wish I could every day, you know, start my day. Because I had these um, massages scheduled for first thing in the morning. I think I was going like seven or eight in the morning before I got back home to facilitate um, academics with my kids, you know, my homeschool mama. So before homeschool, getting these massages, it was amazing. Okay, so Friday, this is how I feel. I feel amazing on Friday. Saturday. (laughs) So here comes the unexpected result. Uh, Rachel, who guessed that the unexpected result was that I um, noticed a change in my body odor, which is an interesting response. Uh, Rachel is a midwife and so she knows a whole lot about a lot of stuff. (laughs) And so when I tried to look up, oh, body odor, like that makes sense to me. Like, 
intuitively it makes sense to think that one's body odor would change just if i think about like what i know about the body what i know about wellness what i know about ayurveda what i know about like all these things and it wasn't body odor that changed it was the nape of my neck down into past the midsection of my shoulder to about the midpoint of my back locked up completely locked up like pain (laughs) which i did not have during the week i had like mild like very subtle very subtle soreness because andrea doesn't like she the work that she does again in the way that that it was done it was so customized and we didn't focus on one place every single day like it was like okay today we're gonna do this part today we're gonna do this part today like it wasn't like we we spent all of our time working on that one area by the time we got to saturday i was all locked up in the weekend i was locked up and so i was like what like i was late i was you know, woke up i looked at will i was like babe you will not believe this right now because he was following along right he's tracking what's happening and i'm like oh my neck I'm all the way locked up. Like, I can't even hardly move right now. So I immediately, I check in with myself. Like, okay, well, what is this? Like, did I overdo it? Like, did we overdo it? I started to text Andrea, like, what am I supposed to do? So before I, like, went into panic mode, which is, you know, often what we do when when things are, when things have gone rogue or it goes awry, we we start we start racing off into one direction maybe this is not maybe this is just me if it's you let me know say something to me um racing off into a particular direction instead of just pausing and checking in and so upon the pausing and the checking in i became very well aware even more aware as i was aware in the course of the whole week and in the days leading up to the week that uh, as we say in Ayurveda, the issue is in the tissues or the datus. And, you know, the you think about the book, the body keeps the score, the body holds it, Buddha's brain, all of these great somatic thinkers and researchers and leaders and teachers uh, are, are, you know, just making the point, helping to elucidate the point that our bodies are these powerful information centers. And so... If we can just check in with what's there to see what the messaging is, we might we might find something. So I said, okay, let me just check in. Let me just check in. Let me just check in. And so I turned on my meditation app and I have like a lot of uh, meditations across my three of my favorite apps. I have some of them saved in my favorites. And one of them is Unraveling Physical Pain um, inside the Calm app with uh, one of my favorite teachers, Jensen Young. Shinsen Young. And so I did that meditation and it was helpful. It was very helpful. Um, it is being guided through just bringing, bringing awareness, kind of playing with your awareness in and out, out and in, out and in, in and out from, you know, what's the most immediate to you, what your, 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 um, your mental chatter to your physical sensations, to what's happening around you, to, you know, what all the messaging, what are all the things? And so so the teacher guides you through all these different levels of awareness of what's happening with you right now. So I checked in with myself very deeply. And some things came up. Some things came up. And based on what came up, 
I realized that I needed to have a conversation with my husband. I needed to talk to him about some things that I had been holding, right? We talked in the whole first portion of this episode about that kapha, that that uh, kapha dosha or kapha imbalance, um, where the body type, the body shows up uh, with this uh, shape, this energy, this way of being that is heavier, that is holding, that is accumulating, that is thicker, that's not as active, that is very grounded, very rooted, but to the point of if if in an imbalanced situation, you are holding to the point of it not being good for you or not being the best for you, an unhealthy kind of holding. So something came up and I was like, oh, I need to talk about this. And so it was a it was a Saturday morning. So we we had the space and time and we honored it. And so I began to enter in and sense into this conversation with with Will. And, you know, I brought online all the things that I know to bring online. These are the things that I teach even inside the Difficult Conversations Masterclass, which you can find um, using that bit.ly link, B as in boy, I-T dot L-Y forward slash empowered people. In that masterclass, I teach you about what what it is to, to nurture yourself real time while you are in a conversation that may feel uncomfortable or may feel difficult, may feel hard to have. So the things that were coming up weren't like pleasant things to talk about, but there were things that were with me. They were with me as I sensed into what was happening, what my mind was saying that I wasn't necessarily aware of when I checked in and did that that untangling, unraveling physical pain meditation. In the meditation, I was able to become aware and notice what was happening in my mind that I that wasn't at the forefront for me. I wasn't aware that that, that is what was with me. But when I checked in, I found it. And so I took the time to do that. And then I said, oh, I need to have this conversation. And so then I brought in mindfulness and objectivity and groundedness and support for myself so that I could sense into this conversation that needed to be had with my husband. And I took really good care of myself while I was in the conversation. We had the conversation he was amazing. He was wonderful, wonderful listener in this conversation. We were able to come through. He held himself in a nourishing way, which is another thing that I believe like we model, like we can model for people in our lives. You know, not that we take this on as our role, but it's kind of like this thing that happens with humans. You know, we see it, we do it, we see it, we do it. So I am holding this nurturing energy for myself, this supportiveness for myself, this respect for myself, this openness to myself, this awareness of what is with me. And I am speaking in a way and with clarity um, with this other person in my life and being heard. And that felt amazing. And so that was great. And then I checked back in with my body and I was like, you'll never believe this, babe. (laughs) I was like, my back is feeling better. Like my neck, like it feels better. I wonder if that was connected, right? So I'm like, I wonder if that was connected. This is all in the span of like an hour, two hours time. Like I wake up eight o'clock AM, I'm doing the meditation. The meditation lasts about 20 minutes. I become aware of things to talk about. We talk for about, I don't know, 30 minutes. So it's like 
one, two hours time, you know, I'm unraveling it. I'm sensing into it. I'm having the conversation. I'm getting this stuff up off me and out of me. And then I do some nonlinear movement. So what this is, again, Shoshana, I hope you're still listening. This is another one of the rituals that I bring into my day-to-day life, especially when I'm in, in, in very intense seasons like the one I am in right now. This, this uh, practice is ancient. I deeply believe this is an ancient practice, but uh, psychologist Michaela Bohm has um, developed the modality. She has named it nonlinear movement, the nonlinear movement method and teaches it. And so I have studied it with her. And so, you know, I took five minutes, 10 minutes. I turned on some music that didn't have any lyrics that had a really good beat to it. And I just let my animal body move. Uh, just let it move for about five or 10 minutes to see what would come up there. And that felt amazing. And I felt some things coming up in the body that that I was able to observe and be with and nurture. And then when that was done, I went to the book by Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Life. And the same that I would do with my dream journals, there's this segment in the book where Louise uh, has a chart and she writes down like all of these different kinds of ailments and things that can show up in the physical body and what they may correlate to emotionally, mentally, experientially. And then she offers an affirmation on that same line. And so I don't take these things like the Dream Dictionary or Louis, Louise Hayes book as being law necessarily. I take it as a point of reference. These people, I believe, have taken time. They have received some sort of download. They have done research they're able to uh, delineate and itemize for us just things to consider and be curious about. So I brought some curiosity to what Louise's, Louise Hayes' book said or had to say about the back and about the other part of my body, my upper leg, my right thigh, which is the part that my awareness went to when I was doing the nonlinear movement. Okay, so I know I'm going deep, y'all. This is me, right? Take it or leave it. So what came up for me, like what I immediately saw, what I felt when I sensed into my leg as I was doing the nonlinear movement, I will have you know, when I went, I turned to the page in the book, <laughs> in the Louise Hay book, and, and the things that were in the back area and in the upper leg area were the things that I was working with. In the span of the last couple of weeks in that window of time, like I had been sitting with my therapist talking about one thing in particular that showed up in my leg as I was moving, had never seen that in the book before, turned to the page, there it is. My back, had the conversation with my husband, the thing in my back eased up. Like, it's all connected. It's all connected. So... You know, Andrea took this time with me and I took this time for myself to sense into what does it look like to kind of work through this congestion that I'm feeling, this stiffness, this heaviness that's showing up between my shoulders. But that was only the beginning. And I thought that massaging it was going to really like make it go away. Massaging it made the space for it to worsen a little bit, y'all. Like it got worse before it got better. And getting better even took more than the massage. It took me bringing mindfulness to what conversations I needed to have. Mindfulness to what kinds of thoughts that I was thinking that I didn't know I was thinking. What is in my heart to say that I have not said, right? What is in my body that is being stored from an old story, an old experience that wants to move 
and, and be released from my body. These are all things that I was able to sense into and experience in the time after that five day period of straight massage, right? The issues came right on out of the tissues, babe. Like Andrea was able to do her work and touch into the layers. That's that's what the datus are in Ayurveda, the tissues, the layers of tissue on the body. If you touch any part of your body and you sense the top layer and you sense down into the media area, every, all of those layers are called the datus. And the person who does massage therapy is said to be touching into all of those layers and pulling out and working through what's there. And so as Andrea was pulling that stuff up and out, it was coming forward. It was like, ooh, we are here. Pay attention. Pay attention. Pay attention. And it was an invitation. And I am so glad that I took the time, that I made the time to go that deep for myself in that span of time. I really needed it. I really needed it. And so how does this correlate to every day, right? Because maybe you're not interested, maybe is not something that is accessible for you at this time to go and do five straight days of massage. I wrote in that Instagram post that Rachel commented on that there is this thing that I grew up uh, in my in in the the home life and the culture of my upbringing. We did we had this thing called greasing that we did after showers or after baths or the first part of each day because we weren't supposed to be walking around ashy like that was not the move. So my mother, my mother's mother, my aunties, they would all take time to grease us down <laughs> with some good smelling something. Right. If it was a lotion, if it was, you know, a cream, if it was some cocoa, like some shea butter, whatever it was. They greased us down, literally, from the crown, the top of our head to the sole. There was no ashy anything anywhere. After we were cleansed really well, we were moisturized really well. And that was done for us until we could do it for ourselves. And, and you know, now I obviously do it for myself. I did it for my babies. But that is part of my daily ritual and bringing mindfulness, bringing my full attention to that daily practice. So that's something that you can do for yourself. I grew up, it was called Grisen. <laughs> In Ayurveda, it's called Abhyanga. Um, it, it's just it's just self-massage it is and so the thing I love about Abiyanga though is that while in my culture we warmed up whatever it was we we emulsified you know that's the science scientific way we emulsified whatever we were putting on our bodies we heated it up in our hands before we put it on the body in Abiyanga you actually heat the oil up uh, you may, I do it now over fire. Like I have this tea light and a little holder that I heat my oil on and I, you know, put it there and oil my body down. You might use a, an oil warmer, a massage oil warmer, or you might just use straight oil, whatever it is, but taking the mindful and intentional time each day. Maybe you don't have like a whole bunch of time, but just stopping to oil and massage and lovingly touch your whole body. And speak words of love and affirmation and gratitude to the body. This is one of my daily rituals because this is what I came up doing and this is what I find nourishes me, especially when I do it mindfully, when I make the time to bring ritual to moisturizing my body or dry brushing my body or just cleansing my body, really mindfully doing it. 
from the moment water touches my body to the moment the oil is, is with me on the body and I'm sitting there and I'm receiving the words and the nourishing, supportive, loving touch, all of that energy, the heat of all of that. I'm just sitting with it and giving thanks for it and being present in my body. Especially if you are living like I'm living, where so much of our attention is called to our heads in our real in our reality right now, and we are disembodied in so many ways, um, coming back into the body, coming back home to fully being in the body, is a balancing out ritual. It is a way to bring more balance to your everyday. Bring more mindfulness to your everyday. Bring more love, more suppleness, both literally, like literally your skin is just not dry. <laughs> You're not itching maybe as much. You are not, um, you just are, you are just are more nourished. You're more supple. Your hair, your nails, your skin, your digestive system, if you, especially if you are moving with the proper strokes. But beyond the proper strokes, just thinking about love, thinking about care, thinking about nourishment and supporting yourself. That's one way. And and Shoshana, I'm going to get into more ways that I bring ritual into my everyday life. But I wanted to share those with you. And again, I want to remind you as you're listening that if you want to learn more about either nurturing yourself, either, I should say either, maybe both. Maybe you want to learn about nurturing yourself well and also learning about, man, how do I show up? and say what I need to say, be able to speak up for myself in conversations and not be stuck, not feel muted, not have the kind of quiet that is disempowered quiet. How can I How can I shift that into an empowered way of being in my life? Then you're looking at something like my Difficult Conversations Masterclass or the Masterclass for Nurturers. Both of those you can find at the bit.ly link, B as in boy, I-T dot L-Y forward slash empowered people. You can find those masterclasses and grab those. And I just, I hope that you all are able to move away from this episode with something that invites you to check in with yourself, check in with your body today, right now, in this moment. Where are you sitting? Where are you laying? Where are you standing? What's around you? How is your body? What kind of shape is your body in? Have, when's the last time you offered your body some kind of loving touch, supportive touch? When's the last time you asked your body or asked the pain that was there or asked the ache that was there? What is it that you have to say? What story is it that you have with you? And then just taking time to listen in and see what's there. This is one way to get your power back. This is one way to walk with more power each day is to be, bring awareness and presence to this mighty, 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 mighty vessel, this temple, this, um, this, this uh, vehicle, this part, this, this version, this iteration of you that is the body that you are, your body self. Okay, I think that's all for this episode. How did this land with you? Send me a message. I love getting those messages from you folks, whether it's via email or through the send a message feature here. I love hearing from you. This makes me know that we are in a conversation and we are connecting and that we are experiencing some synergy. So I appreciate you for listening. I invite you to check out those masterclasses and I will see you in two weeks. Peace.
Thanks for joining us this week on Empowered People Each Day, the podcast. Check us out on Instagram at Yolanda, Y-O-L-O-N-D-A underscore J, and at www.Yolanda, again, Y-O-L-O-N-D-A, Jones, J-O-N-E-S as in Sam, creative.com. That's YolandaJonesCreative.com. For more info on Empowered People Each Day, the podcast, Empowered People, the collective, and Empowered People, Deliberate Love School. As always, subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave us a review so we can continue to bring you fresh content. See you in two weeks.